to the inquisitive nobody i'm your host martini jean this is where i discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective even though our perspectives might not be shared all right what's going on what's going on this is married at first sight season 16 episode 2 runaway groom all right let's just get right into it all right so it is the wedding day. So we have Shaq and uh, Kirsten. Um, they finally see each other. They meet each other at the altar. Um, and Shaq is smiling. And Kirsten is kind of, um, she's kind of stone cold. Because if you remember, um, in the last episode, she said that she didn't want, you know, a bald guy. And clearly, he's bald. So maybe that might have been it but anyway <clears throat> they get she gets to the altar and he starts laughing and she goes like what and he's like you know it's like you you're beautiful and um he and he says god knows what he was doing when he made you you know all that you know compliment complimentary stuff and she's like oh my god thank you and then she does like not return the favor at all and that she was like hilarious no compliment back to him so um <clears throat> the priest goes okay you know Shaq, you know shaquille uh kirsten's family wants you to know that you're not only marrying the life of the party but every party she has a vibrant energy that is intoxicating and stands in her and stands in her confidence as a black queen she knows all the hot spots in nashville so be ready to walk in your finest drip for an adventure of the night okay yeah nice and sweet you know nothing disparaging so it goes to shaquille now so shaquille's family kirsten shaquille's family want you to know that he's every sense of the word classy he's always dressed to the nines he's had a bit of he's had a lot of successes in life but the thing that he's been missing is you you make you know that's nice and then they say their pleasantries they say their vows to each other and then of course you know i pronounce you uh <clears throat> man and wife you may kiss your bride and um she he leans in for the kiss but then she makes him kiss her on the cheek because remember again back when she was getting dressed for her wedding she was saying there was like oh you know you are you gonna let him kiss him blah 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 and everyone's like yo you better let him kiss you that's your husband and she's like oh you know you know if i like him of course i will but if i don't you know he's gonna get a kiss on the cheek and i'm just like Ugh, whatever um and of course you know there you go kiss on the cheek um which is funny because like okay <sighs> she has the right to not let him kiss her in on the lips that's fine but it just seems weird to me that you would agree to go to such lengths to marry a stranger but now you're having reservations of kissing one you know that's the thing again she can she can um disagree with anything that she wants it's her prerogative but that doesn't mean that it makes sense so my thing is 
is I can't wait. I can't wait because I know it's going to happen. Where, okay, fine. She denounces the kiss, whatever, because she's like, oh, you know, you're my husband, but you ain't getting all that. I cannot wait until she flips it and is like, you know, oh, you need to give me this because I'm your wife. You know, I cannot wait for that. And I'm like, oh, 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 you're my wife now. But, you know, at the ceremony, you didn't want to give me a kiss because you weren't feeling me, even though I was your husband. But now you want something from me and you're using your title against me when I couldn't use my title back then. Cool. Got it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being uh, consistent with that. Yeah, that's going to that's going to be interesting. So. Um, so now. Um, you know, that now, of course, they got married and then Shaq is like, you know, now they have their uh, individual um, individual interviews. And Shaq is saying, you know, yo, you know, she turned her head and, you know, I kind of respect that. You know, I mean, he's like, I, you know, I wanted to kiss her, but I kind of respect that. You know, she's she's showing me boundaries, which I get. I understand. I mean, it, it, it and it is, again, respectful, even though weird. But but I do understand the restraint and I understand the appeal of a guy liking that and Kirsten's like you know uh he's bald and he's younger than me so that's two strikes and I'm like damn and then and she's like well you know he's got pretty teeth and his personality outweighs his exterior looks I was like yo this dude ain't even he's not even ugly (laughs) you know what I mean like I would understand if he's ugly but Look at that. 15 minutes into meeting this dude. And she already has two strikes on that dude. He's bald and he's younger um, than her. And she's already, she she's almost out. So that's, that's crazy. But anyway, that's their wedding. So now with the other people, we, we backtrack, you know, so it's like a week or eight days before their wedding. So the next people are Clint and Gina. So, um, we see Gina's friends and all this stuff, you know, and Kaylin is one of them. Yo, I'll let you know right now, you know me, man. I, I always be looking at the friends and, and stuff like that, you know, just to see how they are. And I'm like, yo, I mean, Julia, like Gina's friend, Julia, she's like obvious. She's obviously pretty, you know, or like hot, definitely smash, but freaking <laughs> Kaylin though, she, Kaylin? A, <laughs> you know, she, you know, she was the, uh, you know, bigger of the two F- fucking hot. She has a great looking face on beautiful eyes, great smile, super cute. Um, yeah. So Gina's like, you know, I want to have sex, sex appeal with my bra, with my bride, with my, um, wedding dress because she's worked out in the gym and she wants to you know, pretty much exploit her curves, you know, so, um, yeah, so for Clint, he's trying on his, um, suits and all that stuff, and his friends are talking amongst themselves, and a little tidbit of information comes out where, um, one of the friends are like, you know, for Clint, his friends say that he wanted to be married 10 years ago, um, but has a lot of heartbreak that happened in Florida, 
So I guess that's why he moved to Nashville. So I can't wait to, you know, dive into that little nugget of information, you know. Um, so he finally tries on his final suit and everyone loves it. They're like, oh my God, yo, that's totally you. That's totally you. And I'm like, it looks like a power suit. All the other suits looked, you know, like, like, you know, I'm going to a wedding, but this guy, his suit looks like he's going to a freaking meeting on the beach because, you know, he has like the white, he has the white shirt, the white, uh, dress shirt under, but it's open you know all the way down to the chest and i'm like fam what are you fucking you know like fabio or something like that that's exactly how he's dressed like his chest is open so you can see his hair and all that stuff and he has like the diesel beard and the long flowing hair like he looks like he just stepped out of like like a california um you know commercial telling telling all the tourists to come to california you know it's like that so it's so freaking funny but i mean that's what he's wearing you know that's what he's wearing for the for his um for the wedding and everybody loves it so you know who who am i to judge uh yeah so um we go to nicole and chris um nicole is getting ready and uh nicole's mom is like she fears that um she has so much energy that she's going to need someone to rein her in or match that energy and she definitely has that and i don't know if chris does because chris i'm not saying that chris is a pushover but chris seems very calm and low-key i don't know if she would be able to handle him going at such a slow pace while she's very uh active um but I mean, any anything can you know happen. <clears throat> that's just just that's just how I feel. Uh, then we have Jasmine and Eris, um, and uh, the her sisters asked Jazz. Yeah, Jasmine's sister asked her, you know, what do you want from your husband? And she says, um, I want patience, compassionate, and he needs to look like he's seen a gym um and uh everyone's like oh girl yeah you know your husband definitely needs patience and she's like wow damn really guys so you know mental note mental note so she's she's gonna be difficult to deal with i mean but i mean who who, who didn't know that you know hashtag if you know you know <laughs> that she was gonna be difficult to deal with but um and what do you want for your husband patient compassionate uh and so with Eris, you know it's different for him because um he's talking about his concern is like not even like what do you want as a wife but he's trying to he's trying to be a man he's trying to ask what is a man because his dad got murdered i think when he was like 11 or something like that so he's like you know what does a man do what does the leader of a house look like because he's never had that growing up and i feel that though i feel that um is it's it's a very interesting dynamic where you know you want to be married but you don't have you you never you never saw what you're looking for in your presence you know like he like he, this dude is getting married not to say that you need to have a father um to get married clearly because he doesn't but 
how can he what can he look to to use as a beacon or a guideline for marriage is he if he's never seen one you know so how how can he not to say that um his marriage is doomed because of it but it's like it's it's good to know that um it's kind of like a roadmap you know or like your gps sure you don't have to follow the gps's guidelines but it's there you know and you can make your own way to get to the destination just as long as you get there but he has nothing <laughs> you know so it's a good concern that he has um we get to uh dominique and mckinley uh dominique Dom, dominique is trying her dress on and uh dominique is, is saying you know she's been a town boy and she was never sort of the girl who like scrapbooked her wedding mac is more introverted but um he would love to have a partner be a tag along to events can't wait to have nights in and bitch netflix shows what whoa i don't even know where i got this freaking thing but um for some reason i said i think a lot of women want wish their marriage is as meaningful as megan markle's marrying a prince and securing all these promises that men have to make for women but whatever a man expects his wife to be it's on a wait and see basis or case by case basis i have no idea what this is in reference to but i agree <laughs> i agree with what i'm saying um yeah because oh i think i think i think it was because like i don't know they kept asking you know all the women and and all you know these women have these fantastical stories of what marriage is and and what it has to be and and i keep you know they show all the women putting on their dresses and all that stuff and you know looking phenomenal but they they hold so much weight on the wedding like oh my god i made it i made it to this like you know astronomical place that only a few you know have achieved and this is great i love it you know what i mean and it's like such a huge thing where guys are more like yo i, I just want to keep this good thing going i mean of course this is this instance is different because um these people i've never met before but um it's like uh you know well this way is probably even worse for women because you know you fill out a form and say all right we have your husband and you're like oh yes this is amazing you know it you know it's like freaking uber eats or like doordash doordash a husband you know you sign you signed up for one boom he's here you didn't have to work for it you know um but in, but in a traditional sense guys just want their good thing to keep going whereas women they're just like oh my god i've reached it i've reached it i've earned it in quotes um and they want this thing oh it needs to be everything it needs to be perfect and you know yeah so i see what i'm saying where it's like 
every woman wants a marriage as meaningful as Meghan Markle because like look she was like you know nothing you know that famous picture that she has in front of the uh the palace where she's like i don't know 12 or 13 like who would know in 20 years that she would be able to like not only be inside that palace but probably fucking it too um with her husband the prince you know what i mean so like every woman wants that 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 royal story that grand story and you know like every time they look in every time the women look in the mirror in their dress they're like like it it just takes them to this like far off planet far off world where they go crazy and they're like oh my god this is amazing this is gonna be so special blah 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 you know um so i just i just i just find it interesting uh but yeah um dom says you know um i was scared i wasn't going to find a dress that embodies everything i respect i am city i am country i am classy i am sassy i am confident i am someone he can be open with and you know she wanted to dress that embodies all that and listen okay i don't know if the dress embodied all that but i will tell you that she freaking looked slamming in this dress okay like gorgeous and the skin tone is her skin tone is gorgeous it's like a sun-kissed like super tan you know you know uh skin tone that she has is 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 you know it's, it looks like she's got you know shea cocoa butter on <laughs> you know what i mean and it's glistening and the freaking yo the tatas are popping okay you know she got some beautiful breasts and don't look at me like i'm some sick puppy or whatever even her mom was like oh my god girl look at that cleavage so i don't want to hear it and and then she started jiggling it how, how am i not supposed to comment on that you know what i mean like she's my boo of the season you know, so I'm gonna support my boo of the season. She has a slam. She has a slamming rack, and that skin tone is great, and she looks great. You know what I mean? So get off my back. <laughs> so we got Nicole and Chris. Back to them. Uh, Nicole is in her dressing room. I mean, in her suite, trying to get dressed. And she's like, you know, I haven't been in love since the original Benefer was a thing. So that was like back in 2002, 2004. And I was like, yo, that's crazy. But she might be joking because, you know, I tried to do math and that was 21 years ago. She's 32 right now. So she's talking about when she was like 11 years old. So, I, you know, so it was probably a joke. But but she was probably meaning that she hasn't been in love in a very long time, which I totally get. Um, For Chris, you know um divorce means failure to him um and he doesn't want to be a failure so we find out that you know through um gifts that they exchanged with each other uh they got married july 25th 2000 2022 um so she gets him no 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 he gets her an engagement ring and like jewelry and all this like it was it was the engagement ring and a necklace like a little like pendant necklace and then she got him a picture frame <laughs> with the date uh, with, uh, of their wedding and i was like 
see, see, even when y'all don't even know each other, you guys just revert to your natural instincts. Like, this dude got you an engagement ring and jewelry, and she's like, oh my god, even though he doesn't even know me, he, he, he knows me so well, and blah, blah, blah. What? It's jewelry. Like, what woman isn't gonna like jewelry? And then you give him a freaking whack-ass, like, frame with, with our wedding date on it. Like, you didn't even, like, put anything in it, or like, or like, whatever else. You know what I mean? It's like, come on. Um, and then, you know, she goes, no man has ever put this effort into a gift for me. And she says, you know, it's always what I've been hoping for. I don't even know him. And he cares more about me than anybody I've chosen for myself. I love that. And she says, you know why I'm marrying a stranger? Because I've never felt like this with anyone I actually know. If it takes marrying a stranger to feel this way, I would do it a hundred times over. And I haven't even done it yet. Mm. Look at that shit. That, that's what I love. That, that, you know what that sounds like? That sounds like accountability. And I love that. Because she says that me, I chose I chose the dudes that I chose and they didn't do shit for me. But this guy who was chosen for me is doing more than those guys ever did. Love that. Love that. Love that. Love that. So they meet each so you know it's uh Nicole and Chris. They're up next. They get um they meet each other. He says you look beautiful. She says you look handsome perfect so i'm glad that she likes him because i didn't think that she would initially so uh the priest is like nicole's friends uh chris nicole's family and friends want you to know that she's a motor mouth she loves to talk you'll never have a dull moment with nicole um full and she's a full card carrying member of the fbi full-blooded italian She's a handful at times, but you'll see she's a handful of kindness, selflessness, and generosity. One time she even surprised her mother with a stripper. <laughs> Our advice is to keep Nicole at her toes. Give her lots of affection. She will be forever yours. So Nicole, Chris's family and friends want you to know that Chris is as loyal as they come. He is kind, gentle, affectionate, and caring. Chris thoughtfully weighs the pros and cons of every decision and tends to overthink things. He he needs someone to match their emotional level, but put him in his place if needed. Chris is secretly a what? Oh, Chris is secretly a talker, so prepare to hear the same story because once he gets going, he's like a wind-up doll that never stops. Your lifetime with Chris means um, you get the trifecta when it comes to a husband. He's thoughtful, he's a gentleman, and he has a really big heart. Oh, and, and this is what Nicole says in one of her, or in one of her vows. She says, I wasn't the one that got to pick you standing beside me today, but I vow to choose you every single day from this day forward and always make you proud to call me your wife. See? Bars. You see that? That's what I like to hear from women when it comes to weddings. Not fucking what can my guy do for me. No. What are you representing me as? 
You know what I mean? You are my representation. Like, when you freaking go out and, you know, drink shots and shit like that or talk to other people, they're like, yo, isn't that Martini's girl? Yo, isn't that Martini's wife? What are you doing? To What are you doing that is going to make me, like, look good or whatever? You know what I mean? Like, what, like, what are you doing? This is what I like. Because, you know, I've been complaining about that for, like, a long time that we never hear a woman's version of being there for her husband and all that shit you know what i'm saying it's always like it's always directed back to them because guys are supposed to be like oh you know i'll be there for you i'll do all the i'll do all this shit or whatever blah 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 and then the girl is like oh my god thank you for finding me blah 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 you know you know i'm i'm awesome blah 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 thank you and you're like wait i thought you're supposed to say shit about me (laughs) you know so I love that she says, I vow to choose you every single day from this day forward. And the best part is, and always make you proud to call me your wife. You know what I'm saying? So she's going to freaking do shit for him to be like, yes, I'm glad I fucking found you. You know, that's what I fucking like. Where, where are all the chicks to do that? Hmm? Where are they? Nowhere to be found. You know, it's always self-centered. What do I get? Well, how's this going to benefit me? You know, so. I love that Nicole said that shit. This was great. Okay. Now we got Clint, uh, Gina and Clint. They're next. So Gina has been single for four years. And she's checked off every single career box. So of course she wants to get married. Clint, he's 40 years old. And he slept with 65 partners. But hasn't found Mrs. Wright. That's crazy. <laughs> that one he's got 60 that he's 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 fucked 65 people and that he admitted that (laughs) you know 65 people that is a lot of people that is a lot of people And and i'm saying not to say that he couldn't do that i mean he is an attractive gentleman he probably has a lot of money but to bed 65 people before like getting tired of it because like me i've 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 come to realize that like even though i wish i would have had you know i don't know see i don't know if i wish i'd have had more sex or more sexual partners but regardless i don't know if i would have been able to have that many sexual partners and then like not get tired of it one because of either you know it's just too much like it's boring or two i'm not being fulfilled by it you know what i mean so i don't understand how people men or women can get so high in that number and be like you know what i want to stop and get something real you know um but then yeah no 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 yeah because it, it's different like fucking the same person because okay now you found fulfillment and now you will always get fulfillment from that well hopefully you know because i know some people do get bored with just you know one pussy and then like that's it um whether it's you know your girlfriend or your wife uh, or you know husband or boyfriend uh so i get that but um i don't know it's crazy uh I, I 65 is a lot i don't know like i wouldn't i would not want to go through 65 people like 
because like and, and it's not that you like you regret it it's just that i get to a point where i'm like yeah sometimes you know i get an urge and you know and i want to you know do something and then you know when i find somebody to do that thing of course it's great in the moment you know they're 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 you, you're getting serviced pleasure you know and then you're done and then maybe like an hour after you're like man i want to do it again but for real this time <laughs> you know if um the uh if that makes sense you know like i want to yeah uh, you know i, I want to do it for real this time cuz like it, it doing it without fulfillment is so forgettable it it only lasts as long as the encounter so um yeah and then, and then you feel empty it's like well you know literally and figuratively like your balls are empty because you came but also you're like man like i just exerted all this energy and like yeah it was good at the moment but like now i'm done it's like man <laughs> you know what i mean so um there's that but 65 partners that's crazy so um they meet each other they they like each other they you know both look good exchange pleasantries yeah so um so it says uh gina clint's friends and family would like you to know that clint is captain of his own ships he's ready to set sail on the biggest adventure of their life marriage with you and if you hold tight you're in for the ride of your life you know very good you know boat puns and stuff like that but nothing really substantial and uh clint gina's friends and families would like to know would like you to know that you're very lucky to be marrying the kind-hearted yet fierce yet fierce woman um gina is an amazing travel partner believes love is a daily choice and today is day one of choosing you every day um and uh you know they kiss they kiss i mean they, so far they had the best kiss because like he like really leans into it and like kisses her and it's very uh you know kind of like that like 1940s or 50s picture with the you know the sailor coming home from whatever any i kiss he, i guess he kisses some random ass woman or something like that uh, you know you know that picture <clears throat> and then so they're talking with each other um post marriage not post marriage post the uh, vows and wedding and all that stuff and she's like oh where do you live oh he's like oh i live in like you know the 505 whatever high-rise condo she's like oh my god i live in the 505 he's like what the fuck so they live in the same like apartment which is pretty funny um then you know we have nicole and chris um uh yeah we have nicole and chris and you know she's like yeah um nicole's like yeah we're hitting it off he's wonderful and i predicted his name and he predicted mine it's wild and then we have um the last you know is it the last couple to be married i'm not sure but anyways jasmine and eris so jasmine is scared of his mom's and sister being over overprotective which i think is a um uh she's projecting because her sister seemed like she's gonna be trying to freaking destroy him and um felina uh eris's niece is saying you know um this doesn't make any sense to me you can still leave you don't have to do this and you know eris is led to believe that he is you know 
over you know thinking about that decision to just leave and you know hence the name of the episode runaway groom but that shit ain't happening you know you know my man's getting married anyway that's the end of the uh show but i mean that's the end of the episode but it's not the end of the show so you know what time it is it it's the skin deeps the end self-edition card game and we are on card number 128 so let's see what card 128 says what more can i learn in order to make an informed decision um research man and that's on everything with women jobs trying to get better at whatever you're doing like with me trying to get informed in whatever you're trying to do and just build upon that expand expand and every day expand and that's how you pretty much do it you know you it, it's very foolish to try to do everything all at once because you know that's going to be your ass um and you and you'll do things half-assed because you want to rush 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 and get to the point where you want to get to but that's not the point the point is to get it right you know so that's what you want to do so yeah slow and city wins the race you know so yeah there's that so um that's the end of the show thank you for listening to the inquisitive nobody podcast you can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers such as apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, podbean spotify amazon music audible listen notes stitcher and iHeartRadio. you can also follow the podcast on instagram twitter and vero at t-i-n-q-p-o-d that is at TinkPod. If you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss, you can email me at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com and I'll read your suggestions on the next show. So, after today's episode, I'm not saying I have the dating world figured out, but I am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it. Thank you for listening. My name is Martini Jean, and I am the Inquisitive Nobody. <laughs>